You're listening to Short and Curly. Molly, we love you. Look over this way. Look over here, Molly. All right, all right. Everyone stay back. Stay back, thank you. Smile. Come on, smile. Just one smile. Hey, Molly, just one photo. Please, Molly, look over here. Ugh, sometimes it feels like a battle just getting in the door. Okay, Molly. Ahem. Miss Daniels, sorry. Okay, today's itinerary is as follows. 9am, appear super funny for short and curly. 9.45, photo shoot with orphan sausage dogs to show how kind you are. 10.30, postponed brunch with Chris. Oh, Chris who? Uh, Chris, Chris Hemsworth from Thor and Ghostbusters. Oh, him. Oh, there's a reason we postponed that. He and I are done. I'm obviously way out of his league. Yes, yes, of course, Miss Daniels. But it's what the people want. We've got the photographers coming to catch you together. We have to keep the gossip going. Fine, fine. Better go get the hair styled for the day. You never know when the paparazzi will sneak up on you. Make these uh, podcast people wait for me, will you? Yes, of course, Miss Daniels. Ouch! Are you trying to burn my scalp with that hairdryer? I will look like a frizzball if you keep this up and the photos will be a disaster. Yes, look, what Miss Daniels needs from you and your hairdryer is to create a windswept never use a hairdryer, my hair is just naturally like this kind of look. You would not believe how many people have an opinion about how my hair looks. The life of a pop star or famous actor might seem pretty glamorous from the outside. And really, it's not that bad. But as you just heard with Molly, or famous superstar Ms. Daniels, as she likes to be called, there's a lot of tricky work that goes on behind the scenes to project a certain kind of image to the world. I just want volume. Just give me loads of volume. Thank you. Things like altering pictures or staging shots for the camera. Ow! I think you might have gotten hairspray in my eye. Uh, Miss Daniels, would you possibly mind doing your hair somewhere else? I'm really sorry, I know it's an inconvenience. It's just that, well, as well as being your loyal personal assistant, I also have to make sure we get our show done. Yeah, I guess so, but sometimes I do wonder who is the star and who is the assistant. Of course, Miss Daniels, you certainly are the star. So today on Short and Curly, we're looking at those photos of famous singers or celebrities and whether you're being deceived by those images or even lied to. Perfect. I'm ready. So now the show can actually start. Uh, we already have started the show, but OK, Molly, here you go. Hello, and today you're listening to... Short, you're listening to Short and Curly. And Curly. Yay! Short and Curly! Since we're exploring the images we see of celebrities and pop stars, what better place to start than with a beautiful, stunning, magnificent picture of my face? Here you go, Carl. Oh, great. Thanks. Uh, Yeah, I'll I'll keep that in my wallet. Uh, Did you make any changes to this, Molly? Your, Your hair isn't usually this neat. I just edited a few things with Photoshop. No big deal. Okay. Anyway, let's warm up our brains with a quick question. And remember, you can pause the show here to chat about the question or just think about it if you like as well. Now, a bit of context. Images of pop stars, those beautiful, beaming, immaculate faces, follow us everywhere, in magazines or ads, even on social media. So our question is, do you expect those pictures to be honest and accurate? Hit pause now. 
if we're going to talk about whether pop star images are honest or not, then we need to find out exactly how those images are changed. And who better to help us than the former editor of Dolly magazine, which is chock full of photos of famous singers, bands, actors, and people just famous for... Well, sometimes they seem to be famous for no real reason. Like you, Molly. You are on thin ice! Yes, of course, Miss Daniels. So, how important are images of stars to the websites and magazines that publish them? And how important are those snaps to the stars themselves? Here's Lucy Cousins. Images are everything. So the same way that Coca-Cola has a brand, Beyonce has her own brand and she has a very specific look. And the way that she communicates that to all of us who love her songs is that she sends these images out on every internet medium that she can. So it's really important. Beyonce has banned all professional photographers from her Mrs. Carter tour. Instead, news outlets will be able to use pre-approved pictures from a website, and it's believed this is Beyonce's way of making sure only flattering shots are published. And that's what happens when someone like Beyonce goes out to a public event. She gets surrounded by photographers calling her name to get her attention, to get that perfect snap. But then those photos also get changed, sometimes even by the celebrities themselves. Here's Lucy again. It's a very big, wide scale of what can happen. So down to the really sort of basic stuff, the kind of stuff that we all do on our Instagram photos or maybe our photos that, you know, our parents take or that people take at barbecues is maybe you lighten it up a little bit so that it's not quite so dark, there's not so many shadows. So that's sort of like one end of the scale. You can go all the way up to the other side of the scale where programs such as Photoshop can change completely how a person looks. In magazines and websites all the time, there is a very thin line and it's a very hard balance to manage between making a photo uh, work for a website or for a magazine. So maybe lightening it up so that there is no shadows or making sure that um, you can see what's in the background or that the focus is right to then crossing over to, oh, do we make his hair a bit blonder or do we, do we make sure that her toes look like that she's got painted toenails even though she doesn't? Wow, I would never have even thought of adding nail polish to someone's toes. Hey, hey Molly, what, what's with this sad, old-fashioned, non-pop music? Well, this music was the popular music of about 500 years ago. I'm playing it because, as Lucy points out, altering photos and images of people has been around for ages. If you looked at... Uh, say the Middle Ages or ancient Egypt or any one of your favourite history periods, the way that people were portrayed or painted was not true. So a very famous example is Henry VIII, who was a king of England in the Middle Ages. When he was young, he was very broad-shouldered and fit and very good-looking, but as he got older... He got unfit and larger and he was very sick. But if you look at all the official portraits of him, he looks amazing. He's had a couple of filters put on. He's had everything slimmed down. So it's not a new phenomenon. I think it's just a really interesting thing that we all need to realise it happens. Thanks to Lucy Cousins, former editor of Dolly magazine. And thanks also to pop star Beyonce with her song Run the World. 
But wow, that's incredible. Imagine how many hours can go into making one single magazine photo. Well, that's for most people anyway. For some, you're just born perfect. <clears throat> yes, yes, of course. Uh, but for those who do have their pictures altered, is that okay? Is it ethical? I think it's time to hear from some of my adoring fans to see what they think about pop star images and whether they are honest or not. I think it's kind of like sad that people have to know what a pop star looks like to be able to listen to their music. But I think it is okay to alter some photos as long as they're not over-alterated. Really, at most there should only be like five photoshops. If it's like 10, 20, 30, 50, I don't know, that's like way too much. Really, at the end of the day, you shouldn't photoshop at all. Too much editing from photos is not necessary. Too much would probably be, say you've got freckles on your face and then you completely like made yourself look totally different and made your whole face look whiter. They're not extremely dishonest because you're still you no matter what you do to the picture, even if you change it, it's still a picture of you. But it depends what you say about the photo though. Because if you, you know, post it on social media and you just say, just woke up and you have a picture of you and it's like nice sunlight outside and it looks perfect, then they're going to be like, oh, wow, I wish my life was like theirs, seriously. They look so happy and awake and perfect in the mornings. Really, could have been taken at midday. I don't think uh, people should even Photoshop because it doesn't matter what you look like. Everybody is the equal and nobody's better than anyone else. Thank you, everyone. No autographs. Bye-bye now. <laughs> but, I mean, where do you draw the line with these things too? Like, every morning we all get up, put on clothes, tidy ourselves up and then head out the door. So I guess even in a very simple way, we are all altering our image before we even step outside. But surely that's very different to photoshopping images and cropping or changing superstars' pictures for ads and magazines. Well, to help us figure out right from wrong, what's in or what's out, and what this season's hottest colour is, Matt Beard from the Runway Ethics Centre in Milan, Sydney, has arrived in the building. Matt, how truthful are cameras anyway? Don't they see things differently to the human eye? Well, there's two ways in which cameras are what we would say dishonest, or they don't represent things the way that we would ordinarily see them. The first is if you look in a room and then you open up your phone and turn on the camera, the image will often look different because the human eye can receive colour and light in different ways. So sometimes when we tweak a photo, we're doing it to make it look the way that it would look if we saw it with our own eyes. But the other way in which cameras are different is because every time we take a photo, we're making a choice. We're choosing to include something, we're choosing to cut something out, we're choosing to take something from a particular angle. So whenever we do that, we're presenting a particular story and we can never show the full picture because there's a limit to how much a camera can take in. Is there any major difference between, say, tidying and redoing your hair just before your school photo is taken, for example, compared to having your image photoshopped to fix your messy hair up later? One is making changes before the photo is taken and one is making changes after it's taken. I think what Lucy pointed out is that this has been happening for a long time and that in some sense all of these alterations happen on a sliding scale. You know, as Carl said, you know, we all get dressed in the morning and do our hair, although, Carl, if we photoshopped your clothes on afterwards, there would still be problems with that. <laughs> um, 
But we do see these things on a sliding scale. So the problem isn't about the fact that Photoshop allows you to make changes. It's that we can make a lot more changes that are much more substantial when we're using a computer than we could make in real life. So I can't make my chin skinnier by using sort of makeup or anything like that. That has to be done through a computer. And that's where some of the issues can pop up. The ever-fashionable Matt Beard, thank you. Oh boy, I'd better take this. It's Chris Hemsworth again. That man does not give up. Hello? Ms. Daniels. I'm on the phone. Look, Chris, I really must run. I... Sure. Of course. Okay, Chris, I'll text you. Bye-bye. Ms. Daniels, so sorry to interrupt while you were on the phone. I've just posted this photo we took of you a few weeks ago when you were looking out over that sunset in India. Uh, what do you think? Uh, yeah, sure, whatever. Can't you see I'm texting? I'm trying to keep so-called Hollywood superstar Chris Hemsworth none of my time at bay. Surely there's a better celebrity boyfriend out there. Of course, Miss Daniels. Now, our photography team have touched it up to give your eyes that little extra sparkle. We've got the right sepia filter. I think it's looking pretty good. Yes. You know what? Perfect. Now, let me get on with this show. <clears throat> so, we've talked about changing photos in magazines, but why does this even matter? I mean, do pop stars even need to be authentic? Or honest about what they're showing to the world? Yeah, don't we love seeing them like that? Don't we all kind of really enjoy that fantasy? Well, here's Lucy Cousins again, former editor of Dolly magazine. I don't think there is that true, I mean, authentic side of pop stars. We're not going to see it. Their friends are going to see it. Their family are going to see it. But they're very careful on what they put out there, which is why when photographs and magazines come out that they haven't authorised or they didn't know about, there is some trouble, people, a lot of lawsuits, because everything that is to do with them is to do with their brand. And a personal life is not something that we're necessarily going to be invited to see if it's Justin Bieber waking up on a Sunday morning. If he takes a photo of that, you can be sure that he spent 25 minutes making sure his hair's perfect, the pillow's perfect, the dog next to him looks cute. They're not these insights into people's lives that we think they are. The only thing that is slightly different could be Snapchat because Snapchat you can't necessarily do too much. But keep in mind that every pop star has access to hair and makeup, a personal chef, a publicist, a personal assistant. They they don't live alone. They're, they're not people that survive on their own like you or me. They have teams of people to make sure they look their best all the time. Now that we've heard from Lucy about just how much support pop stars and celebrities have to maintain their image online, in the media and on social media, I think it's time for a question. We'd love to know if you were a pop star and you knew you could change photos of yourself to look better, would you do it? Hit pause now. So thinking a bit about that, this stuff can really affect us too. I mean, seeing all those carefully selected pictures of celebrities looking a certain way not only changes what we think about the celebrities, it probably also changes what we think is normal. Here's what our young celebrity media critics think about whether it's important for celebrities to be authentic. 
it tricks people into thinking this is what a pop star looks like and it tricks people into thinking that they must look like that person. People might feel pressured that they don't look like that and that they don't have perfect hair or perfect clothes or a perfect body shape or anything like that. And they might just feel really sad that they don't have all that stuff that she has, but in reality, she's just made to look like she has all that stuff. If a famous pop star died in the future and all the photos that they have of them are not actually them, they are photos of what everyone thought of them to be, they'll be wearing so much makeup and the photo will be so edited that it won't actually be them. So, and then you won't have the opportunity anymore to take a picture of really them. Well, if the uh, pop star's Photoshop is like, it's like bad on their side because the truth's gonna come out. Yeah, for example, about that, remember like the Megan Trainor video where she like used Photoshop to slim her waist and then it was it, like someone realized it and then she had to like pull it down and stuff. So at the end of the day, if you are trying to use Photoshop to trick others, you're actually tricking yourself. If I was you, I'd wanna be me too. I'd wanna be me too. I'd wanna be me too. If I was you, I'd wanna be me too. I'd wanna be me too. And that song you just heard was Megan Trainer's Me Too. And Molly, wasn't she just as surprised that people were altering her image as everyone else? Yeah, she actually had that video taken down and put the original back up. So Yeah, there are a bunch of celebrities who are really pushing back against this whole image thing, like Selena Gomez. Selena who? Selena Gomez. She's like one of the most popular people on Instagram and she sings this great song, Same Old Love. Ah, yeah, gotcha. Yeah, I know that one. So she doesn't have one of her staff telling her what pictures to post on Instagram, which means she's just trying to show who she is in whatever way she thinks is best. And is that really different to you or I choosing what we put online to show what we're doing? Yeah, I guess that does seem a bit more authentic when it's just her doing it. Well, to help us dig a little deeper into this idea of authenticity, celebrity fashionista Matt Beard is back from his photo shoot. And boy, can I just say, Matt, you are looking mighty glamorous today. Thanks, Molly. Hashtag no filter. Love it. Okay, Matt, can we talk about the ethics of authenticity? I mean, what does it even mean to be authentic? Being authentic just means living our lives on the outside the way that we feel inside. So we act and live the way that we think and feel. Being authentic is just about being honest about who we are. Matt, are the rules different for normal people like us? Oh, speak for yourself. I am anything but normal. Yep, you've you've got that right, Molly. Uh, But Matt, so regular people like you and me, if we play around with images of ourselves or our friends, is that ethically different from what a pop star does? One thing we try to remember in ethics is that When two people are doing the same thing, we should hold them to the same standard. So if we're saying that celebrities need to be honest in the way that they're projecting themselves in the media, then we should try to be honest and authentic in the way that we're presenting ourselves online as well. Well, so how can you be authentic online? There's nothing inauthentic about wanting to share a really nice picture of yourself because you think that you look really happy or your hair looks really good. We all want to look nice and feel nice about our appearance. What the test is, is whether you would care if 
10 people liked that or if 100 people liked that because that's where it stops being about you sharing something about your life and it starts being about a kind of performance online. And that's where we start to get into a tricky area when it comes to authenticity. Thanks, Matt. I gave you my word. I would return for you. Chris, what are you... I thought you said you'd meet me for brunch. The Nine Realms erupted into chaos. Wars were raging. Marauders were pillaging. I had to put an end to the slaughter. Oh, Chris, I don't... I believe that fate brought us together. You... you do? I fought to protect you from the dangers of my world, but I was wrong. I was a fool. Chris, you're the only one who understands how hard it is being a really, really famous, really famous celebrity. You know the real me with no filter. I will return for you. Okay, well, uh, while Molly is rekindling her love with equally famous actor Chris Hemsworth, a big thank you to the kids who helped out on this show from the Hunter School of the Performing Arts in Newcastle, New South Wales. And they are Zoe, Riley, Georgia and Sarah. Uh, give me one second, Chris, you big muscle sandwich. And also Michael and Mohit and the rest of the gang from Hurstville Public. And remember, you can download the show or subscribe on iTunes or your favourite podcasting app. Oh, and hey, Chris, uh, while you're here, uh, what do you think of us regular folk? Us people who aren't superstars, like, I don't know, me. You people are so petty and tiny. To take us out today, some more very talented students from the Hunter Valley School for Performing Arts. Here's India and Maisie with their take on Vance Joy's pop hit Riptide. It's the first time these two have actually sung this song together. There's this movie that I think you like. This guy decides to quit his job and heads to New York City. This cowboy is running from himself. She's been living on the highest Now, come on, Chris, let's go get that brunch in Rome. Cause I'm young.